Hi, this is Blueprint to Broker, and we're doing a Q&A on a podcast that was taped last week in Steamboat uh, Springs, Colorado, on vacation home ownership and management. And we had a question from Larry in Chicago regarding the maintenance of a vacation home, which is a very, very good question. Um, and um, I have Cam here, who is the construction end, the blueprint side of things. Right. And he's going to be talking a little bit about that question for Larry. And I'll add some things in there. So, Cam, what do you recommend for Larry with um, his, um, you know, his property, uh, his vacation home? What were the things that you you would recommend doing? Mm-hmm. So, got to start with, you know, the location of it. Uh, you know, how much exposure it gets to sun and stuff like that. So we got to start with the outside of the home. You know, is there any rotted wood or, you know, rotted surfaces that need addressed? Um, is it due for a paint job? Is it due for a coating on some of that outside stuff, whether it's the trim, whether it's the siding, whether it's doors, you know, whether it's a deck that might need, you know, restained or something to protect it because, you know, painting ultimately protects your surfaces as well as, you know, improves the aesthetic of the home, which, you know, we go into detail with that in our uh, second episode about painting. So if and it's, important, more information. It's, it's important for this to have the place look great because if, if somebody pulls in and they rented your place on Airbnb or Verbo or yeah, one of those looks, sites and it looks like crap, they're going to be very disappointed. And, and the, it's going to set the tone for the rental and they're going to set bad reviews. And if they, if they gave you a bad review, your business is done. Yeah. I said that in my podcast. So make sure your maintenance is, is top notch for sure. Yeah. But I like what you're saying about the sun because that also affects the inside of the, of, the, of, the, of the furniture. You can easily have you know, you could, a beautiful fabric on a chair and it fades and you just spend a thousand, you know, 15 or more hundred dollars on a chair and it's now faded out. Um, and I had with one of my rentals on St. Thomas, um, I had a brand new sofa and a, a little kid took a marker and the squiggly lines all over the arm. And I had a guest checking in three hours later and there's nothing worse than having that ink on a fabric that can't be cleaned. And I have yeah. a guest coming in. It, it didn't look great. So I went with umbrella fabric. That's one of those resilient marine type fabrics that fade resistant, washable, you know, the inks and things don't, adhere in and you can get solvents and cleaners that you can clean the surface and you, you're avoiding the it's fading essential for maintenance. and especially if it's on a lake or an ocean yeah. where people are going to be wet bathing suits or oils from suntan lotion you know you want you want a surface you want your fabrics your textiles in your home to be very resilient so you can clean them easily and that yeah. they look sharp for the next guest that's checking in so on on cam's note I would highly recommend spending more and getting good quality fabric um, for your furniture, covering seat cushions, that kind of stuff, because you're going to go a long way. But outside of the fading and on the outside, making that look and the inside walls, I guess, is another thing, right? Yeah. So you got to ultimately decide if it's due for a paint job and the sheen of those interior walls matter, right? Because you want something that you can wipe and clean without damaging the paint surface. So, and what would you recommend? Like a mat? I would finish? recommend a mat only because it is washable and it can also be touched up. 
I so think touch up you have important. people in in there, you're going to get dings, you're going to get minor imperfections. So, you know, you're going to want to be able to do some minor patching and then touch up that spot, obviously, right. and not have to see splotches and inconsistencies in the surface all over your home. So a matte finish would definitely be recommended. Um, you want to have your enamel on the trim because that's going to give the durability and protect your woodworking. And obviously it's you know way easier to clean because a lot of your mess is going to be on, you know, your baseboard, your trim from people bumping into it. So that's another thing I would recommend, uh, you know, invest in that into your paint shop, get with a mat and um, get with your semi-gloss enamel on the trim because that's cleanable and uh, it's durable. So yeah, when you some have of different people and different kids in the home. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we, things I, going on, with, so. with my rentals, um, because I have people coming from all over the world, these travel destinations like the islands, I uh, would put like the mattresses in in zippered pouches, um, both for stain, but also from bed bugs. Fortunately, I never had bed bugs, but yeah, I don't want to lose an expensive, you know, several thousand dollar mattress because, you know, bugs, in, you know, got into the, yeah. the seams and stuff. So if you, if you seal them up, that's another way of good maintenance. And of course, then on top of that, you put a nice quality mattress pad in your nice sheets. So the, the customer never feels that you know, that weirdness to the pad, yeah. but you got to treat it like a, a real high end hotel. Exactly. Um, what about floor surfaces? That's always been a challenge. So you're going to want something that's durable, but yet something that you can clean consistency that you can mop that you can swifter without taking away that, uh, you know, that top texture of it and that top surface. So I recommend a vinyl plank because mm -hmm. that's Great very stuff. durable. It's easy to clean. Mm -hmm. Um, if you have floors that are already surfaced and you know, you can't really put in a new floor you know you got to think about repolying every couple years and obviously when you repoly you know you can't have anybody in there for a day or two to let it dry and cure so uh, that'd be another route i would go if you can't invest in you know building a whole new vinyl plank floor um another thing is putting area rugs down to protect these services and um Area rugs are relatively inexpensive. Yeah. They add a burst of color. They they soften the room. Color. That was what they, I was yeah. They 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 soften the room. They make it a little warmer, but they're easier to change out. So you can yeah. you know you can flip, flip flop. The know. cleaning is a little bit difficult. You know, the more area rugs you have, the more maintenance you got to do on your area rugs. But you know, mm -hmm. vacuuming an area rug versus having a damaged floor. I mean, what would you? prefer yeah, exactly so that's, and slip covers can be another thing like slip cover chairs is a trend in sofas so you can have two you can have a backup and one that's out for cleaning right so you can keep everything looking fresh and relevant and yeah. new with that i like the vinyl flooring because especially if you're anywhere where there's water you know somebody spills a soft drink orange juice wine beer it, you can just mop it up and yeah. you know it's just one of those things where you don't, and it doesn't hold the odors because we don't know the kind of cooking that people are going to be doing. What if they're cooking with all different yeah. kinds of spices and, you know, all of a sudden that's absorbing into that yeah, carpeting. Exactly. You're not going to be able to get rid of that. Yeah, in people on vacation, if they spill something, I mean, are they going to take yeah. the time to clean it up properly, spray some stuff on it? To, you know, yeah, exactly. So the vinyl is great. I love yeah. that. And it comes in so many different shades that, you know, it works really well. So that's, that's a good, um, a good point. And, um, the mechanicals, I, I, you know, I, I guess Cam will talk a little bit about hot water heaters, but, you know, keep up on your maintenance and things. Like I, I mentioned in the original podcast that you had the question on Larry, but, you know, keep up with that. But also things have a life expectancy. 
Yeah. So like a water heater, you know, it's about eight to 10 years, depending on the quality of the water heater. But, uh, you, but know, you need to look at it, right? You need to look at it. I would say every year you need to inspect it, see if there's any leaks, see if there's any inconsistencies in the casing. Uh, you know, you want to start checking these things before it, it breaks mm -hmm. because once it breaks, now you got to shut everything down. You know, you, you are at the mercy of that breaking and then the contractor that can come out and fix it. So always inspect your water heater and stuff like that. I would inspect it every year. You know, if you're in a warmer area, maybe you can get away with, you know, a year and a half. But you constantly want to look at it, check the, you know, connections of it. If there's any minor leaks, you know, see if there's any, you know, see, see how, you know, how long it takes for your hot water to kick on and stuff like that. If it takes a little bit longer, then, you know, it's kind of starting to, you know, fade away a little bit. Yeah, and water heaters require maintenance. They need to be drained and, you yeah, know, all that kind of stuff. So you got to keep up on the maintenance of that. But the the on-demand hot water systems are becoming popular. But I'll be honest with you, I don't like them. Yeah, I've had problems with the, 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 the heat of the water, the hotness of the water on demand. So like yeah. if you had three bathrooms and a kitchen and everybody's calling for water, it would fluctuate in temperature. Now, they might have come a long way with that, but I didn't like the scalding factors of it, you know, it would get yeah. real hot. It would get real cold as the demand for water was being cold in other areas of the house. Exactly. But I wasn't a fan of it. Um, and I'd have one water heater versus multiple on demand features. So yeah. I, I didn't really see the, the savings of it. Um, I know people are thinking, well, I'm heating this whole big vessel of water where I could only heat it while it's on demand. But I, I think you're just, you're, you're looking for more trouble because you, know, you have five devices and I know they have different demand water, these on-demand systems that can accommodate two bathrooms at one time and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I think it's, it, I, I don't know. is far more yeah. expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. just not, not ideal for me. Um, anything else we want to add to so, the maintenance? Well, um, you know, you have your general cleaning maintenance. You know, you're going to want to get your home clean every time there's a guest that stays there. Um, and then changing yeah. your filters as well. Yeah, I mean that's another thing that you should do is yeah, especially your filters, your ice maker filters, ice maker filters yep. because you don't want bacteria building up in there. You know, you got to keep continually keep that stuff clean so they're, yeah. they're getting pure water um, because the, those things get nasty. Um, and that's yeah. a cheap thing. It's a do-it-yourself thing. Keep a bunch of them on 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 you know in your storage closet. Um, work with that. Make sure your batteries, your carbon monoxide, are all. Um, you know, kept up this up to speed because you know again from a liability standpoint, if you're um, if there is a loss and somebody's hurt because you didn't have a smoke detector in place because your battery, you are liable. So make sure you're That's you're true. checking those religiously and have a, a recorded calendar where you're keeping that. I. I change them every year at this particular time and initial aside have of it. That schedule. Have that schedule. Have that schedule because you're going to need it if there's ever a claim that here's my calendar of what I did and when I inspected it. And a lot of these beach houses, because they're built up on multiple levels, have elevators. So, you know, if you have an elevator in your beach house that takes you through, you know, this stacked unit of three or four levels, you know, you got to make sure that that elevator is inspected and, and, um, has its seal of approval and its licenses in, in yeah. place too. Don't skimp on that stuff because again, that's a liability. Exactly. You don't yeah. want a guest to be stuck in there and have a panic attack, you know? So, but I think we've answered your questions. If we didn't, please write us back and we will answer them. 
Thanks, Larry, and have a good day, everybody.